You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Beck UL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Aaron Hawksworth here with you, and we will go over today's MLB card in just a bit. But first, a little bit of serious news uh, that we want to get to first, and then uh, how it impacts uh, our bets and uh, you know how we'll respond to it. So uh, Major League Baseball launched an investigation into Tampa Bay Rays shortstop Wander Franco. The team has placed him on the restricted list after some social media posts uh, popped up involving uh, some rather unfortunate activities. Uh, So we won't go too deeply into uh, that, but we will mention that uh, Franco's not with the team right now. Uh, The Rays are currently in San Francisco. They did knock off the Giants uh, 10-2 on Monday night. So one of the things that we talked about, uh, Joe and I did, as far as what to do with the Rays and what to do with the Orioles, really, because uh, right now Baltimore is leading the AL East right now. I said originally that I felt like the Rays could come back and uh, win that division, but as new projections have popped up uh, and with the way the O's have been playing as of late, uh, it looks like that from what I'm seeing, the O's could very well take over. Now, this Franco news is something where you look at his uh, fan graphs win above replacement. It's at 4.7 right now, which is really, really good. He may very well have been worth a full win the rest of the season. However, I don't think that this news is so devastating to where the Rays can't at least make the postseason. I do expect they will get a wild card spot, but it's more how both ball clubs have played over these last uh, couple of weeks that leads me to believe that I should change my prior and that the O's could very well take the top seed in the American League postseason. Do we know how long he'll be mit- like without the team? Or have they not decided I, yet? I don't know that. Uh, yeah. and, and I don't think they have either. I mean, you know, how long the I investigation lasts for, it's hard to yeah. say. Yeah. It all depends on the investigation, what they find, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Right. But because yeah. of the serious gravity of the news, it, it's not something where you want to, you know, continue to let them play or whatever while you investigate these things because they're, you know, some – uh, folks involved who, uh, you know, they, they need to be protected and taken care of. So that, that yeah. part is uh, key there. Um, but it again, does... as far as how to react to that. Yeah, go ahead, Aaron. Yeah, it does kind of feel like two teams going in two different directions. You mentioned just how consistent mm-hmm. and how good the Orioles have been. And then the Rays. And then this news, I think, is just a blow, really. I mean, maybe there's a little bit of bump, a bump because the guys want to rally but I don't know if that mm-hmm. would last for long. And it's just kind of like a black cloud over the team with this, in my opinion. 
Yeah, and especially being like a numbers guy and data scientist, Mm -hmm. something like this, which you can't quantify. You, I mean, you can quantify his war, obviously. Do you factor in the locker room impact, the clubhouse impact? I mean, there's no definite way to quantify it, but how do you kind of look at something like that? So I'll use a different example to sort of circle back. So I remember uh, years ago when uh, I was covering the Cowboys that Des Bryant's father, I believe, passed away, and he decided to play against the Steelers uh, later that weekend, and he was phenomenal, had a great outing. And while a lot of folks uh, were sort of surprised by this, if you look at historical trends when it comes to specific players and specific teams dealing with tragedies. Brett Favre, when he lost his dad, is another uh, big example when he was on Monday Night Football and went off and won that game. Uh, When it comes to tragedies like that, athletes actually tend to perform better. Uh, Something about the adrenaline rush or something like that, where they're, they're just able to play at a higher level. And, you know, from a betting standpoint, sometimes you can actually bet into that. This is very different because you're dealing with some, you know, real serious things that it's not obvious how to deal with psychologically, emotionally, all of that stuff. So I wouldn't group it in that same category. So it's hard for me to say like how the clubhouse will respond to such things because you don't want to rally around the player who's accused of some really bad stuff. And you also necessarily may be uncomfortable saying, well, you know, no one believes in us anymore because of this. So we're going to prove the doubters wrong. I don't think that quite jives either. So I don't exactly know how to respond to, to such things. I do think just on talent alone, and yeah, you have some significant injuries, but I do think on talent alone, the Rays can still make the postseason. The injuries make me concerned how deep they can go in that postseason. Uh, but as far as this news in particular, I just don't know, Aaron. I mean, there's a lot to unpack here. Obviously, it's an ongoing investigation. So I just feel bad for the other players and the manager, everyone involved, because it definitely affects the entire team. And it just feels like it's not fair. But sometimes Mm -hmm. stuff like this happens and they've just got to find a way to rally together and figure it out. You know, Um, a lot of information still, we don't know the answers to right now. Right. Yeah. There's a lot we don't know. And certainly there are way more important issues here uh, beyond just baseball and our bets. Um, But at the same time, uh, you know, the investigation is ongoing and uh, we forge ahead. So uh, let's go over today's uh, MLB card now. And I think one obvious place where we can start would be Jordan Lyles for the Kansas City Royals going up against uh, the Seattle Mariners. So the question is, uh, how do we fade Jordan Lyles in this spot? Um, Are we absolutely sure that the Mariners are for real? Certainly they are now in wild card contention when I think for the most part, we were unsure if they could uh, rally from a really slow start to the season. So yeah, this is uh, perhaps a favorable pitching matchup for the M's, but is this a spot where you want to automatically fade Jordan Lyles in some way? Is this a spot where maybe you want to go over the total of nine? 
Do you have any kind of angle here that you like, Erin? I, looking at this, I mean, I like Mariner's first five run line at plus money. Uh, Hancock mm-hmm. looked really good, and obviously Jordan Lyles, no surprise, he's one of the worst <laughs> pitchers. You'd be down quite a bit of money if you wanted to back him. So, uh, three and thirteen, six thirteen ERA. Um, I think just Mariners' first five run line at plus money seems like the best way to play it, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that makes sense to me. Again, you know, if you believe that Seattle's putting together something special uh, for the second half, then you know they should be able to handle Jordan Lyles just fine. This uh, be, it, yeah, uh, it's the Royals too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Right. The Royals as well. That's also a big deal. Uh, What's something else in the card you like? All right. So I looked at Guardian's first five money line. Um, So we have, oops, just click off of that. We've got um, Allen. So he's got an ERA of 355, expected ERA 447, X 428 versus Ashcraft. Uh, 495 ERA, expected ERA 508, XFIP 471. So I just wanted to go with Allen for the Guardians, back them on the first five money line at plus 102. I've had some good luck, you know, betting some underdogs. If I think the the starting pitching is somewhat of an even matchup when I look at the advanced metrics, or sometimes I can even find if you look at the advanced metrics and the uh, underdog is even better than the favorite. Uh, I've been having some good luck with that first five. So that is uh, one that I'll be looking at to play is Guardians first five money line. That good luck extend to the A's last night, Aaron. God, that was so close. I think that was like, that was a full game money line. So that's my system play was not applied to that one. But yeah, they lost by two runs. At least we weren't, you well, know, and it was really shut out. What was it? A, a, a bases loaded line drive to right, uh, where if that were caught, then maybe the A's would have won that game, if I'm not mistaken. So it was really yeah, bounced off Seth Brown's glove. Yeah, bounced off Seth Brown's yeah. glove. So had Brown made the play there, then the A's may have won that game. So even though it was a, a you know a two run defeat, like. I, I think the one play is more indicative of how close that game was overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Good will process, say Rangers but bad result team total over four and a half yesterday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You know, another game that I'm looking at uh, that I think is really important uh, to change topics on is the Phillies and the Blue Jays, Zach Wheeler against UC uh, Kikuchi. This is one where I feel like there is a Phillies hitter uh, who I may want to back here. Uh, Kikuchi does give up uh, some hard hit balls. The rate's not great for him. His slider can get crushed. So then my question is, 
who can handle the slider fairly well, uh, who's someone who I may want to back in this particular spot. And among all the Phillies hitters, and there are a lot of them uh, you can look at and uh, take seriously as I sort of open this up and then play here. Um, I'm looking at uh, the total base market uh, for some Phillies folks. And I want to say... Nick Castellanos over one and a half bases at plus 125 uh, really stands out to me. Chance to fade Kikuchi and Castellanos uh, seems like the guy who can do it. Certainly there's some other great Phil's hitters uh, who may also be effective here, uh, but he's the one I settled on. Nice. I did not look at that one. I used to fade Kikuchi and then he seemed to be like quite a bit better. So I just stay away from him Mm -hmm. now. Another one that I did look at, Astros at Marlins. We've got Javier versus Cueto. So Javier, his ERA is 436, expected ERA 468. And his XFIP is 517 versus Cueto, whose ERA is 533. Expected ERA much lower, 386. And his XFIP is 482. So Marlins first five money line plus money plus one Oh two. So that's another first five bet that I really like. Cueto also has a really good history against the Astros. Uh, Strikeout rate isn't very good. Just 19%, but batting average allowed is 175 X Woba allowed of 229. That's really, really good. Especially considering you're going up against the Astros so Cueto mm-hmm. may have figured something out there. And if that's the case and the sample size is large enough, then I could back that play. I think uh, that one makes a whole lot of sense. Uh, one other one uh, to bring up here. Uh, let's see. What else do I – what the heck? Sorry. I looked at Red Sox at Stand Nats. By. Did you look at that one at all? I was going to mention not. that. Or, throw that one at uh-huh. you guys. You got an angle there, Aaron? You – uh, I was going to go Red Sox, run line, a favorite, no, minus was, half a run. I was going to go Nats, taking... first five, <laughs> money line. <laughs> I love Perfect. it. Perfect. Nice. So, Get Gray's XFIP is 501. Ooh. Food fight. I don't know. The other ones, I'll just throw out to you real, real quick. Yeah. Um, Reds money line. <laughs> Minus 104 against the Guardians with Ashcraft, Giolito, and the Angels first five plus 146. I know the Rangers have been hot. Cubs team total first five over two and a half against Toussaint uh, at plus money mm. for all angles I was considering. What about Braves first five run line as well? There's a at BetMGM minus one and a half first five run line. I hate it when it goes to a minus one and a half, but the Yankees have been so bad. But uh, minus mm-hmm. one and a half first five on the run line is plus money at BetMGM as well. Wow. Have you seen Severino's stat cast numbers? They are brutal. X yes. expected well, batting average of 300, bottom 2% of the league. You got a total on this game of 10 and a half. You could go over because the Braves could do it by themselves. Is taking Matt that's Olson a to go yeah, is taking Matt Olson over one and a half bases just way too obvious? Uh, it's at minus one fifteen on BetMGM. Is that just too obvious a play here going up against Severino? But why not? Also, would you? 
Right. What's the and number? And minus one fifteen. That's that's minus pretty good. Minus one fifteen. Yeah, wow. I love that. Yeah. That you I, ever consider yeah, in that situation like that? You ever consider three plus or over two and a half total bases at a better price, or just stick with the one and a half? I. I think to get to two and a half, you're either looking at a triple or you might as well take the home run. And so there's certain players. Like, if you're talking about Otani who can hit triples, then there may be value to go over two and a half. Uh, for Olsen, I think either home run or one and a half. It's either either or the other. So there's that. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we will look at this week's NFL preseason slate right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be-